praise the Lord, everyone. We bless the Lord for blessing us. We thank the Lord for blessing us to be here today. We thank the Lord for blessing us to be here today. We thank the Lord for his loving kindness and his tender mercy. Uh, very excited today about starting uh, this new series that we have going on at Pursuing World Ministries. We're starting a series, uh, 12 Women of the Bible. So very, very excited about that. We believe that the people of God will be blessed by the Word of God. We encourage you today to get your Bibles, if you will. We will be going through the scriptures. Pursuing Word Ministries is exactly what it is. Is what it's called, Pursuing Word Ministries. We at Pursuing Word Ministries, we are here to pursue the word of the Lord. We chase after his word for his understanding, the wisdom of the word of the Lord. So this is why we are here. Amen. So we encourage every one of you to get your Bibles out. Uh, we will be uh, first, the first woman we will be looking at in this series will be Eve. And our scripture reading today, uh, we'll be going through several scriptures. So uh, by getting your Bible, we're going to, it's a must that you have your Bible today. We want a complete understanding of his word. We don't want to give you our opinion, but we want to give you the word of the Lord. We want to give you exactly what the word of God says. So I will be reading uh, from the King James Version. Uh, we can start at Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. But before we start, we're going to say a word of prayer. Father God, we bless you. We thank you for the opportunity to serve. We thank you, Lord God, for your loving kindness, your tender mercy. We especially thank you today, God, for your healing power. We thank you, Lord God, for how you begin and how you continue to touch your people on a regular basis. You touch us spiritually, uh, physically, Lord God. You you keep in touch with us in many ways, and we, we welcome you to enter into our hearts today. We welcome you today to show us of your goodness in your word. Holy Father, we want you to uh, feel free to anoint your people today with the wisdom and understanding of your word. Bring us, Lord God, clarity in your word. We bless you. We honor you today. We thank you, Lord God, for every listener, everyone that will have the opportunity to hear your word. We ask you, Lord, to send your ministering angels, Lord God, uh, minister unto us today. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to start at Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. And it reads, and Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Oh, how we bless the Lord today. Amen. We want to look at 
today. This is part one of Eve. We will be airing again on Sunday at 1130. Uh, we will continue uh, Eve, part two of this particular uh, lesson. We want to look at how Eve got her name. That's what we want to look at today. What did she, how did she receive her name? As we read, uh, Genesis 3.20, and Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. So we're going to backtrack and we're going to go to Genesis chapter 1. That's Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. We're going to read, start at verse 27. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. And it reads, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. We're going to just skip down to verse 30. And God saw everything that he made, and behold, it was very good. God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And in the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Okay, so we want to start out understanding how Eve got her start. The word of the Lord lets us know that it was God that created man in his own image. Uh, when we see that, we're looking at the spirit of God. We're looking at how God created man uh, in his image, and that's how we became the spirit. Uh, so the word of the Lord lets us know that uh, in the image of God, he created he, him, male, and female, created created he them. So at this part, at this particular part in the word of God, we know that uh, Eve, she didn't have her name per se right here in the scripture. We understand that the word of the Lord just simply lets us know it's, uh, he, he called them male and female, but he created them. And in his creation, the word of the Lord lets us know that he said it is good. What his creation was is very good. I know sometimes we may feel like uh, our life has made us feel worthless. Uh, some people or relationships um, may have made us feel uh, worthless or unworthy to be loved. Uh, that is a lie, and we know it by the word of the Lord. Verse 31 said that God said it is good. So. This, this uh, series is not intended only for women alone, but we welcome men to listen in as well. Uh, he said, Mel and 
female, he created them, and God blessed them. I love the word of the Lord where he's saying them, he them, he blessed them, hmm? uh, and how he made them in his own image. And any time we try to change the image of God, we, we, uh, that God has created, we understand that we are going against the image of God itself. So this is why we must be very careful of how we even go about, uh, how we go about trying to change who God has created us to be. He created you male. He created you a female. This is what he intended for you and me to be. And the word of the Lord lets us know that he's left them. When he said them, he's looking at them as a unity, as a unit, as one. He blessed them, and he said unto them, be fruitful. God doesn't bless you and me just for you and me to stay where we are or to have the same. But when he gives us a gift or when, when he blesses us, he expects us to multiply and to grow. He said, replenish the earth. Take care of it. Subdue it. And so he gave them dominion over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. I need you to understand today that you and I have been given power uh, from on high to, by the help of the Holy Spirit, we do not have to accept anything that the enemy tries to put on us and tries to uh, cause us out of who God has called us to be. But we have the power through the Holy Spirit to stand in what God has called us and who he has called us to be. The word of the Lord lets us know, even by him saying uh, that it was very good, that, that they were in a good place. Uh, they wasn't in need of anything. Let's read Genesis chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. Genesis. Man 
praise uh, the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant in the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The word of the Lord is clear that Eve was in, uh, Eve and Adam was in a perfect place. They were, uh, their surroundings was perfect. Whatever they needed, uh, it was there. It was given to them everything they needed. It was given right directly to them. They were in need of nothing. But look at the word of the Lord of how it says that it was God uh, that caused the trees to grow. It, it, it talks about two different trees in the midst of the garden. Verse 9 talks about two different trees that were in the midst of the garden. The tree of life and also the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The tree of knowledge and of good and evil. I know that sometimes uh, you may really never look at that. You may always just kind of Thing that in the midst, that don't eat of the midst of the, in the, the tree in the midst of the garden of good, of, of knowledge of, of, of good and evil. But I want you to understand also in the midst of the garden, I want you to see, to, to understand what was there. What was there was the tree of life, as well as the knowledge, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The word of the Lord lets us know in verse 15 of chapter 2, and the Lord God took the man and he put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely. Look at that. He said, of every tree in the garden you may eat. But look at verse 17 of chapter 2. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Look at that. He said, you can have everything that you want. Pick. But of this tree, this particular tree, he said, do not eat it. What, which one, which tree is he talking about? He's talking about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He said, do not eat it. For the day that you eat it, he said, you will die. I need for you to connect something. I need for you to connect the unity that Adam and Eve had with God. Letting them know that the day you eat of this tree, if you eat it, you're going to die. In other words, he's already warning them of the separation that will happen if they eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Verse 18 said, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a help me for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and goes on and on. And this is when God creates for him uh, 
takes them out of the uh, out of out of the rib, he creates a female. So we're blessed of the Lord today. Why? Because he chose to create us in his own image. But we need to really pay attention to, I want you to look at, turn your Bibles over to John, if you will. Turn your Bibles over to John. John chapter 1. Let's turn it over to John chapter 1, verse 14. St. John chapter 1, verse 14. St. John chapter 1, verse 14. This is what the word of the Lord said. And the word of and the word was made flesh. And it dwelt among us and beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I want you to remember that. The word became flesh. And it dwelt among us. I'm about to make some sense of this. Turn to chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. Chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. Read. Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field. That's up there. Than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And I want you to pay attention to the language of the serpent. We know the serpent to be who? The devil. He says, uh, Yea, hath God said, Hath God said, uh, Thou shalt not eat of every tree of the garden. I want you to understand that the enemy knew exactly what God said. The word of the Lord lets us know when the sons of God came to present themselves, Satan came also. He knew exactly what the Lord had told Adam and Eve. And I want you to understand today, the enemy knows and he's listening, and he's crafty, he's, he's, he's sneaky. We can't trust uh, anything that the enemy say to us or try to portray to us. The word of the Lord said, and the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Listen to what she said. Verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, "Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now listen to what she has said. She said that God said, Thou shalt not uh, eat of it, uh, neither shalt thou touch it. But we know what the word of the Lord says. The word of the Lord lets us 
known that God simply told them, and we have already read it, that thou shalt not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So he didn't mention anything about touching it, but this is what Eve added to who was she talking to? She was talking to the serpent. He's crafty. He's tricky. And and this just shows you how the enemy will do before you know it. That lying devil will have you in the same mindset that he is if we stick around too long. If we hang around too long and listen to the tactics or the uh, trickery of the enemy, he will have us in the same mindset that he is in. This is why we must be very careful. Verse 4 says, And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. Now she knows that God said, If you eat it, you're going to die. He tells her, because he's who he is, he's a liar, he's a thief, and he's a murderer. He comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. You cannot trust the enemy, not for one minute. And, and, and think about it. We, we're talking about Eve tonight, and we're talking about, we know that the word of the Lord lets us know that the female or the woman is considered the weaker vessel. So the enemy knows this. He watches you, and he'll watch me, and he'll see where we are weak in areas that we are, are weak in. He'll, he'll listen to our conversations, and he'll play on, on our minds. He'll play on our thoughts. He'll play on our emotions. And some things that we may speak, he'll even play with that, too. So he said, you shall not die. He, he lied to us. He said, you should not surely die. Verse 5 says, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, just one moment, but God said in, in, in verse 5, he said, the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open. And you shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Please pay, pay close attention to the eyes that shall be open. This is very important information. Because we've seen in the word of the Lord already what we've read, that the Lord says, let us make man in our own image. Talking about spirit. Right, we're talking about how there was two trees, not one, but two that was in the midst of the garden. One was the tree of life, and one was the tree of good, and the knowledge of good and evil. Some things, when it comes to dealing with the spirit, you cannot see it in the natural eye, huh? Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch what the word of the Lord says. 
Did you see what he said in verse 3? But the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, it was as if she never saw the tree of life. I want you to pay attention to that. Let's go back to verse 3. So we're going to go to the scripture. Verse 3 of chapter 3. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, it was as if he never saw the tree of life. But she was talking about the tree of knowledge of good and evil. She said, this is the one that you cannot eat, don't touch. She said, if we eat it, we're going to die. And the enemy said to her, you ain't going to die. If you can't believe nothing the devil tells you, listen, the devil will talk a good game to you. and He will front. He is like a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. You, listen, it is very important for you and me to recognize who we're dealing with. This devil has been on his job for years now. He takes out time to figure out what is your likes and your dislikes what is it that you're, you are attracted to, what you're not attracted to? He takes and pays close attention to uh, even when we speak, because the scripture says there is life and death in the power of the tongue. So when we speak certain things, the enemy will run with that, and, 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 and he will make matters seem uh, he will falsify things to you and me. He will bring fear to you and me. And he will deceive himself. He will make himself look like something that he's not. And we're not just talking. This is that the enemy will use a male or female. Use anybody that he will and that he can. Why don't you? Why? Why do you see that he took the form of a snake? He will use anything that's available. We're talking about spiritual spiritual things right here. So verse 5 says, for God knows, and this is what the enemy said, because he knows the word of God. So for him to just straight up lie, listen, he will use anybody. And people, he will use people that know the word of God, and they will try to twist it, and then they will tell you, speak you truth of the word. He said, the day, listen, for God knows that in the day ye eat thereof, your eyes gonna be open. See, I want you to understand. Before Eve and Adam decided to disobey God, they was in complete unity with God. Complete unity. He said, "Your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God." knowing good and evil. Verse 6 says, and when the woman saw, listen, see how he tempted her? He played on her emotion. Don't let the enemy play on your emotion. We've got to be stronger than that. Men of God, don't allow the enemy to play on your emotion. 
Woman of God, don't allow the enemy to play on your emotions. Don't let him do it. Listen to what he said. And when the woman saw, listen, you hang around long enough, you listen long enough, you're going to be right in the same mindset of the enemy. Listen to what he said. He said, and when the woman saw the tree was good for food, and she's still called woman. Have you ever thought about that? The scripture said he called this man Adam. They was considered as one. You know how we do when we marry women. We supposed to take on the last name of that man. So before disobedience or sin entered in, he was considered in unity with her husband, Adam. But look, look, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, look at that, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Listen to that. They were one. They were together. He decided to take, he played on the weaker vessel. She, she, she could have very easily separated herself from temptation. You and me, we have a choice. Don't let anybody make you think that you do not have a choice. We have a choice. We can choose who we going to serve. God is not going to make you serve him. He gives us a choice. But the scripture says she gave it right along to her husband with her, and he did eat. Verse 7, look what it said. And the eyes of them Listen to that. Both were open, and they knew that they were naked. Listen, I need for you to understand. Previously, they were naked, but they didn't know it. Hmm? But they know now. <laughs> Why? Because their eyes was open. They had separated themselves from the presence, from the spirit of God. Look at that. The eyes were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Look at verse 8. And they heard, ah, watch it. They heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Listen, the Bible lets us know that they were so in tune with God that they were unified literally in the spirit made in the image of God with God. But when separation came, when they became individuals per se, watch this, let me read a little farther. 
And the Lord God called Adam and said unto him, What art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Why? Because this is something that was different. It was it, it was different. And when, when, when you're in tune with God, and you are in the spirit with him, uh, any time uh, before now, uh, the eyes was not open. So, so, so listen, they're, they're, they're listening to their surroundings. He said, he said, I heard your voice uh, in the garden, and I was afraid. I was naked, and I hid myself. He, did you see how he said, he said, I, he said, I three times in verse 10. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked. Listen, he, it, 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 it was no longer uh, a film. He's talking, they became an individual here. There was no more unity. There was no more unity. They became individuals because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, I hid myself. Did you see that? They did was in need of nothing. You see how the enemy does? He will tip you and me so. The very thing that God will say, don't you eat or don't you do, you got all of it. And here we go. Tip piling up. The exact thing that he said. Don't do it. Don't eat. You as parents, you already know. We'll tell our children, that's hot. Don't touch it. You see it on TikTok now. They playing with babies. They put a candy. Or they put a cookie in their baby's face. They put them in front of the camera. And they say, mm, look at all this candy. These good, nice-looking cookies. And, mm, they're good. These are yours. But you can't touch it till I get back. That baby looking confused, but you just said it was mine. That baby looked confused. You said it was mine, but you don't want me to touch it. You don't want me to eat it until you get back. Mm. And they just looking, and they looking, and they looking back, and, and looking where the, where the parent and where the mother gone to. And they looking back at, at the temptation, at the candy, and they looking for the mom. Like, in other words, where you going then and when you coming back? Some children prove to be obedient, and they don't eat. But others will take it. And then they eat, and then they look at themselves in the camera and eat. See, that's how the enemy does. He'll tip you and me of the very thing that God don't want us to have. I need you to pay attention today because this going to save somebody's life. Are you tired of being in messed up relationships? I am. See, I'm not like one of those preachers that pretend are... Or, or that wants to make you think that the 
I made some mistakes in my life. And I made enough mistakes in relationship to know that I am tired of falling for the wrong mess. I'm tired of getting in a situation to where when God said don't do it, he mean what he said. I need to listen to him and don't do it. When God said don't touch, uh, don't, don't, I ain't touching. See, I don't know what they got going on now. They got so much stuff going on. In, they got, listen, listen, they got so many different names for, 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 I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's a lot going on in this world. All I know, I don't know about the pansexual. I don't know about, they call my SpongeBob said that he a pansexual. I don't know what, I know that SpongeBob is a cartoon and he's a sponge. But let me tell you how messed up this world is. They'll label SpongeBob the cartoon character. They want to label you and me too. All I know is that God said male and he said female. Huh? What God says in his word, he means exactly what he said. And, that's, and we, we can stand on the truth. That's something we can do. We can stand on the truth and we can live down a lot. It's time for the men and women of God to hush that fuss, stop making excuses, stand on the truth and live down a lot. Tell that black, uh, you have no power over me. God gave me dominion through the power of the Holy Spirit. Huh? Yeah, he gave us power over the enemy. He has no control, none. The word of the Lord said, in verse 11 of 3, he said, he said, who told thee? Who told you, Adam? Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that? He, he tried to make Adam understand, you know what you just done, God? You had everything. When we have got, we have, we, we can't take a chance and trade uh, what we have in God for the devil fighting of us. Because the only thing he has is just the scripture says, the day you eat it, you're going to die. The day you eat it, you will be separated from me. But what I want you to realize is there was always, always, all the time, there was always two trees in the midst of the garden. One, the tree of life. One, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But it was as if Eve never saw the tree of life. How can you see spirit? Huh? But they were so in tune with the spirit. But he let them know now there is a separation. Adam, you separated yourself. Who told you you would make it, man? Who told you? He said, then he said this, hast thou eaten of the tree? In other words, did you disobey? Did you do what I told you not to do? Did you do what I commanded you, in other words, not to do? Did you do that? Let's turn to First John chapter 2. 
We don't got much more. I need you to understand today that he was letting him know you have just became an individual. You know what that word individual means? It means to be single or separate. How Eve, did you know how we got, how did Eve get her, that's how she got her name, Eve, because they became individuals, they became separate. They were unified at first, there was a unity. They were joined as a whole, they were joined together. First John chapter 2, First John chapter 2. First John chapter 2, we're going to start at verse 15. First John chapter 2, verse 15, and it reads, And when he had made, First John, hold on just a minute, I'm in the wrong spot. First John chapter 2, verse 15, watch it, watch what this says, watch it. First John chapter 2, verse 15 says, love, not the world. I need you to understand the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was a thing that basically the world, this is what you pick it. This is what you pick it. This is what the word of God says. Love, not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is what? It's not in him. It was a separation. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, what, what, what did he say when she saw that it was good? That, that there was a desirable need. Uh, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Look, that's how in, the enemy wants to bring temptation by you and me. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. It's not the father, uh, but it's of the world. It says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, it's not of the father, but it's of the world. Verse 17 says, and the world passes away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God, what? Abideth forever. Don't you know the Antichrist is going to come? That's what the scripture says. Little children, it is of the last time. And as ye have heard that the Antichrist shall come, even now. Are there many antichrists? Rabbi, we know that it is the last time. We are living in the last days. We've got to be very careful. Very careful. St. John chapter 1. St. John chapter 1. And I'm hoping that you're able to get these scriptures and we almost finished. St. John chapter 1. Watch this. Verse 1 reads, in the beginning, what beginning? The beginning of creation. In the beginning was the Word. Who was with, who was with Adam in the Eve? Hmm? Watch it. 
them in his image. Watch this. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. What you, What are you saying, preacher? The tree of life. In him was life. Glory be to God. And the life was the light of men. This is what Adam and Eve had before they decided to separate themselves. Is it possible? This is what, is it possible that this is why Eve never mentions the other tree in the midst? The tree of life, because he is life. He is God. He is the tree of life. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Listen, the tree was there. He was there. But that darkness, that tree of knowledge of good and evil, it couldn't comprehend the light of God. Look at this word. It is good stuff. That all men through him might believe. Listen, you got an opportunity, I got an opportunity to receive salvation and keep it contained for the faith. We have such an opportunity today. Flip your Bibles right over to John 15. St. John 15, we almost done. I'm not going to keep holding you. Watch it. Verse 15 says, I am the true vine. And my father is the husband. Let us make man in our own image. You hear that conversation? Watch this. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. He said, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Watch it. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So he said, abide in me. And I in you. As the bread cannot bear fruit of itself. In other words, Adam and Eve, you you, you can't uh, do it without me. You can't live without me. You see this? He that abides in me. And I in him, the sign bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abided not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they were burned. But if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. If ye keep my commandments, this is the only thing they had to do was obey what the word of the Lord had spoken to them, what God had said. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken unto you, that your joy might be remain in you, 
that your joy might be full. That your joy might be full. What does the scripture say? Jude. And this is where we'll end. Jude. Chapter 1, 24. Now unto him. From the beginning of time, Christ knew that you and I was going to need help. How did Eve get her name? Because he named her in, in Genesis 3 and 20. The mother of all living. But originally, they both were known as I have. We know that they lost their place in the garden. Hmm? They were put out. But watch it. Don't you know God made a way for you and me? I send you his son into the world. For you and me, for you and me, this is what he did for you and me. The word became flesh and it dwelt amongst men. So we can have another chance and another opportunity. They call Jesus the Christ, the second Adam. The word of the Lord says, now unto him that is able to do what? To keep you from falling. We cannot make it without Christ. Don't let the devil fool you and make you think that you can do this stuff by yourself. That you can live in this world. Not in this world. This is a messed up world. It's messed up. This world is messed up. And anytime we think that we can... <laughs> actually make it on our own, we are barely mistaken. Now, not to him that's able to keep us from falling. There is no excuse for us to keep falling, not with the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why he had to die. Without the shedding of blood, there could be no remission of sin. Because Christ loved us so. God loved us so that he gave us the only begotten son for you and me. He gave us life for you and me. He told his disciples to go to Jerusalem. He said, go, go there and wait until the Holy Ghost comes. Hmm? On the day of Pentecost, what day was? They was all in one place and in one accord. Just like in the beginning, they was all in one accord. That's what the Spirit, I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you some help. Only him, he's the only one that's able to keep us from falling. And to present us faultless before his presence. What? Just exactly how it was in the beginning. Adam and Eve was in the presence of God. And they chose death. They chose the world. We cannot love the world. You got to pick one. You cannot say you love the world and love God. It don't work. Light and dark just don't mix. It doesn't mix. But we got to do our homework. 
He's able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. He's able to do it with joy. For the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Yes, my sister, the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. We bless the Lord for blessing us. We bless the Lord for part one of our series teaching 12 Women of the Bible, part one of Eve. We understood tonight how Eve got her name. How Eve got her name. So if we could understand how she got her, we should be able to understand now how we got out and who we are. The scripture says, when ye think ye stand, take heed lest ye fall. When we acknowledge that this flesh It's a temporary place in which we stay. We learn to rely on the Spirit of God. And we'll get away from the talk of, I'm not perfect, I'm never going to be perfect. We're making excuses. We know we ain't perfect, but the Scripture said now unto Him that is able to keep us from falling. You and me shouldn't keep falling. It's just the bottom line. I know we may say, well, uh, Pastor, we can barely see you. There's social distancing. We well, well, you see me online. I'm out. Of, I'm out of my comfort zone. But Pastor, we we were not in the building. Hear me out, saints of God. Please. The building is exactly what it is. But we have something better than a building. We have a connection in the spirit, huh? As long as you abide in His Word and His Word abide in you. And it's about it in me. It'll keep that connection. It'll produce much fruit. But when we separate ourselves from the love of this world, don't believe that devil. I'm telling you, he's tricky. He's a slew foot. And I see him coming. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. We have the power through the Holy Spirit. But we've learned today how Eve got her name. Let's tune in Sunday at 1130. And we'll learn how do we fight temptation. You know how we fight it? You're going to learn it on Sunday. We're not here. He didn't place us here to leave us. But he has a plan of salvation that we all can walk in freely. But we have to we 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 we, we have to make ourselves available. You you have to take the responsibility. Pastor, elder, teacher, evangelist, uh, ministers, intercessors, we, uh, apostles, bishops, uh, whoever, whatever title you may take, whatever call you may take, listen, you
we're human. We're not God. We're not God. So you have to take that responsibility. When a when a child grows up and becomes a man, he puts away childish things. Some things you shouldn't have to tell a grown man or a grown woman. Why? Because you should be you should be mature. Take the pacifiers out of your mouth, the bills out of your neck. Let's get shut of this carnation milk, and let's begin to uh, uh, chew on the meat of the word of God. If this is what we can do, we're in ice. We were separated from our buildings and from one another. What can we do? Uh, sanctify yourself. Get in your house. Shut the door, and you wait to get COVID nineteen pass. What do you do in the meantime? You get in that word every opportunity you get. Get in your word. Pray without ceasing. Seek the face of God. You can't pray enough. The enemy will bring sickness. Listen, I tell you. I was so sick today, and I and I'm, I'm I'm telling you now, I feel no sickness, but the enemy attacked me all day today, all the way up to the time of me ministering this word. But you know what? It was nothing but the attack of the enemy. He comes understand. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants your mind. He wants my mind. He wants us. He wants us in the mental institutions. He wants us full of hatred. He wants us to be gullible. Come on now. We don't have to receive what the enemy has to dish out in front of us, but we are men and women of God. A chosen generation, a royal priesthood. We are better than what we're doing now. It's time to rise up. Let's eat the meat, the word of God, the meat of the word. The meat of the word. Let's grow in God. It's time to grow, saints. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. God bless you. May God keep you. I love you. God is good. I thank God for seeing some of my spiritual family online tonight. God is so good. It's good to see you, uh, Sister um, Baxter. It's good to see you. It's really good to see you. Uh, it's good to see your comments. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm still learning Facebook, so I'm I not clear how to look at these comments. So we'll get that as we grow, right? So God is good. We're blessed of the Lord. Won't you say out loud? I want to shout out to Elder Morrison. Did a fabulous job teaching on effective communication. Did a fabulous job on last night. If you didn't get a chance to hear it, all you got to do is go on this Spotify or you can go on my Facebook page and you can pull it up and you can listen to it. He teaches every Wednesday at 630. He has one more lesson to go, uh, Workers for Christ series. Tune in. It's good word. It's, it's, it's good word. 
and tune in on Sunday at 11.30 for part two. How do we fight temptation on the study of Eve? God bless you, and may God keep you. Have a nice night.